Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. And I you know it's very hard to talk about this because it's become, people will just be like, oh, you're a hater. And it's, I, I hate that. You know, I hate that. I want to be able to talk about things without being branded as anything or a shill, if you like it, or if you say something good about it. We would be honored if you would join us. What's going on, everyone? So I typed Star Wars into Google like I do sometimes, and, uh, you know, you get, like, the latest news. And this is one of the articles that popped up. So I want to talk about it. And before I begin, I do want to say that uh, it's, uh, as a... Um, Star Wars YouTuber, it's a little bit difficult to even talk about The Last Jedi anymore because people are so, it's so taboo, you know, people are very like, oh, you're either a hater or you're a shill, you're toxic or, you know, you, you love everything that Disney puts out. And that's, for the people who know me and have met me personally, personally you know, at conventions and things like that, um, or at least, you know, know my personality somewhat from videos, from seeing me in videos, um, I hope you guys understand that I am neither of those things. I just tell things kind of like how I feel like it is. You know, I'm, at the end of the day, I am no one special. I am just a Star Wars fan, and I've been fortunate enough to receive the love that I have received from you guys from making the the sick content that I do. <laughs> um, so let's go on with this video, and then we're going to talk about it. We might get pretty deep. It might go to a rabbit hole somewhere. We're going to see how deep it goes today, but... um. Let's, uh, let's check this out. The actress discussed the lukewarm reception the sci-fi film received from fans who gave the film a poor audience score on review compilation website Rotten Tomatoes, which is true. Last year I got like a very, I think I got like 40% or something like that on Rotten Tomatoes. I wasn't surprised, she says. No, uh, it's just a different thing. Everyone's going to have an opinion now anyway on the internet, but I also think it's fair. If people hold something incredibly dear and think they know how it should be and it's not like that, it's fair for people to think they were done wrong. It doesn't mean they were. Ultimately, Ryan's a filmmaker and one person can't dictate how a film is supposed to be, but freedom of expression, sure. So, a couple things. And these, these two things are going to probably lead this video into a very, very wormholey black hole place where uh we're going to be talking about a lot of different things because there's a lot of things i want to say now um i want you guys to first and foremost know that i'm not a hater and i'm not a shill so uh i'm just telling it like how i feel and i i'm not looking to get invited to any disney events or anything like that i think that's out of the window anyways at this point um because i am pretty free with my expression and i do i do tell it how i feel and at the end of the day i'm no one special i'm just a star wars fan i'm just like you guys just a fan and uh i've been fortunate enough to uh have the love that i've been given by you guys as i said so um now she says if people hold star wars close to themselves which we have for uh 40 years now um it's okay to feel entitled to it and if we get a story that is not uh what we expected then uh it's fair to feel disgruntled and not happy about what we got but Ryan is a filmmaker, she says, and one person can't dictate how a film is supposed to be, but freedom of expression is okay. So here's what I got to say. Okay, if 
you are like my parents who uh, grew up with the movies in you know the original trilogy and they went and saw it in the theaters then um you know star wars from the very beginning before any of us do if you are like myself who grew up on the prequels and got to see you know the phantom menace when they were nine years old in theaters then uh you are in the very middle and you probably know star wars I would say maybe better than everybody because we were around when like LucasArts was popping, all the games were coming out, all the like extra lore was coming out. Star Wars was reborn, it was resurrected, you know, and it was in 1999 and, and The Phantom Menace just came out and Star Wars was like, you know, the prequels were being made. It was, this was like the time. And I remember, I remember that time very well. So, um, yeah, if you were like me and you raising the prequels and we're right in the middle and we know like all the lore, we've read everything and the same with the original trilogy, you guys have read all the lore. Um, at least if you're in like a above average Star Wars fan, you guys have gone above and beyond from the movies and you've read the comics and the everything everything after that. You know where some of the characters have gone, like Luke and this and that. Now, if you're a sequel trilogy, sequel trilogy fan and you have been, you know, introduced to Star Wars with the sequel trilogy, then you don't know anything else. Welcome to our fandom. Welcome to Star Wars. It is now yours as well, and you will be carrying on the mantle. You will be carrying on the uh, the the torch to your generation, uh, just like I will, or you know whoever else before me is also uh, going to have kids someday. Um, but you don't know anything to do with these characters. You weren't uh, brought up on them. You didn't get to play the the games from you know the prequels or uh, around the prequel era or the original trilogy era you're fresh you're a newborn baby and what you, you get is what you get and that's what you know and that's what you believe so the luke you saw in the last jedi is the luke you know and you're cool with it you know that's why a lot of people who are younger they're like yeah makes sense cool now for people like you know the original trilogy guys um uh like my you know, parents or the prequel trilogy guys uh, like myself um we have read all of the i've read a lot of the lore i've read a lot of the stuff to do with the background characters and uh the comics you know dark empire and all this like even the goofy stuff where like palpatine comes back as a clone which we might see in the movie where he does essence transfer in episode nine or something i don't know um we have been around for that and we have this idea of where Luke was supposed to go, how he was supposed to be, as George did have ideas for episode 789 himself, but then he sold it, you know, for over $4 billion to Disney. So we have an idea of where these characters are, not only just from having years and years and years of repetitive conditioning from watching the originals and prequels to theorize and, you know, create fan fictions in our own minds, even if not made on YouTube or written down or anything, we have a preconceived idea of where these characters are going. What happened with Luke, you know? We take Luke from Return of the Jedi, and we take Luke from The Last Jedi. They're two very different beings, and that's why Mark Hamill himself has said that, you know, uh, Luke in The Last Jedi is like a Jake Skywalker. He's like a, he's not my Luke Skywalker. He's like a different Luke. That's why he told Ryan, you know, I fundamentally disagree with everything you've done with my character because it's just different. And he is coming from, he knows Luke Skywalker better than any human on the face of the planet because he is Luke Skywalker. You know, he was around during filming and reading the different scripts. There was one script, uh, a variant where he was supposed to actually put on Darth Vader's helmet after Darth Vader died and saved him. And he was supposed to say, now I'm Darth Vader. You know, so he, he's been through, he's been through it all. 
right? If we think we know him, know the character, he knows the character because he is the character and he's played the character. So if the man himself says that, I'm going to take his word for it that, you know, this is not his Luke Skywalker. And the reason for that is because we have had a preconceived notion for 40 years of who Luke is. Now, it is absolutely fine for Ryan Johnson to come in and create a story. However, I do believe there is a moral responsibility when you are carrying the torch to explain a story that has been explained for over 40 years to a fandom that has created stories, not just themselves in their own minds, but followed the stories that have been printed and made and drawn in comics and lore and this and that from Lucasfilm and LucasArts and all this and that themselves to know that Luke, you know, did create a Jedi temple and he became this like unbelievably super powerful uh, being like he could like kill like Goku and Superman at the same time uh, all at once in Legends at his full power. Um, please don't hate me. I, I love Dragon Ball Z too. Don't worry about it. And Superman's one of my favorite characters um, next to Batman. Um, but he was this like extremely powerful character, you know, he was a very hopeful character where we left him off in Return of the Jedi, which when well, that was the last time we ever saw him. And then when we see him again in The Last Jedi, he's a very different being. So they needed to provide some backstory, I think, and hopefully they might to see where he changed along the way. And they did that in The Last Jedi, but at that point it was too late because it was just so sudden and it was so quick because we had 40 years of knowing what this character is like and we have this idea of who he is supposed to be and where we left him off was celebrating with his friends where he was happy, where he had just thrown his lightsaber away when the Emperor said, join me or die. And he says, no, I'll never join you. And that's it. He was done. He's like, I'm not going to fight. You can kill me. And he, he basically threw himself into hell and got electrocuted to have his father turn back to the light to incite that lightness within his father and to bring Anakin Skywalker back from, you know, the depths of where Vader put him and where Palpatine put him in this cage within and to return. And that's where, that's the Luke that we know. That's the Luke I know. You know, he was my hero as a kid. Luke Skywalker was a beacon of hope and where a lot of people go in their lives you know these movies are movies but at the end of the day these characters are no different than you know folklore characters like whoever that you want to call upon in times of darkness or depression what would Luke do in this character or maybe you like you know what, what would Goku do or Superman or Batman or whoever it might be or Wonder Woman whatever these characters are a symbol of hope and a lot of people pull from them when you know, they're having times of darkness in their life. When they need an escape, they want to go to a character which is positive and powerful and happy and, and you know, very strong-minded like Luke was. And so to see Luke completely opposite of that heroic being that they are so used to and conditioned themselves to, to love and, and, and appreciate and look up to is a complete, complete... Uh, I don't want to swear here because I'm trying to keep it family friendly, but it, it, it's it's a mind, you know, it, it, it messes with your mind. So that's where a lot of the, <clears throat> the, the main problems were with The Last Jedi for a lot of people, um, for originals and, and prequel trilogy fans, um, because, you know, we have this this notion that, like, Luke is our hero and he's this certain character, this is the way he is, like, that's it. And all of a sudden, you know, identity crisis, like, he's just completely changed as a different being. 
and like Mark Hamill has said. So that's where a lot of the responsibility lies on Ryan Johnson or whoever the director is. And this isn't a jab at anybody. This is just a certain moral responsibility that you have as a filmmaker or a writer to uphold a certain lineage, consistency with a character that has been established for over 40 years, especially by someone who was as brilliant as George Lucas, who wrote this, this character and, and made him you know, what he is today. So I feel like that is the main issue that a lot of people have with The Last Jedi. And <clears throat> at the end of the day, it is okay to feel robbed because it's more than just a character. It's, you know, it's it's a sign of hope for a lot of people. And that sign of hope now is a character that you don't really want to really, you don't really want to pull on that uh, <laughs> mopiness and feeling defeated when you are in life feeling defeated and broken and depressed. So you, you know, if you're having a bad day, do you want to pull on the Luke Skywalker from The Last Jedi or do you want to pull on the Luke Skywalker from the end of Return of the Jedi? I, I know my answer. So that's how I feel about um, The Last Jedi in general. And, I, you know, it's very hard to talk about this because it's because people will just be like, oh, you're a hater. And it's I, I hate that. You know, I hate that. I want to be able to talk about things without being branded as anything or a shill, if you like it, or if you say something good about it. I'm not here to get movie tickets from Disney. I can pay for my own movie ticket. I'm not here to win um, um, the appraisal of companies, you know, uh, these these men in suits and women in suits that uh, run these companies. I'm not here for that. I'm here to enjoy a story that is Star Wars, and, and that's the end of the day. You know, I'm a fan. I'm the one paying their bills, and so are we. Let's not forget that. And that brings you to another thing. That's why Solo bombed is because, not because it was a bad movie, because it was a brilliant movie made by Ron Howard, who I think is very talented. I'm a big fan of him. And he actually saw the fan film, uh, the, the Vader fan film, uh, which I haven't told anybody about. Um, but it, 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 it didn't do well because of the backlash from The Last Jedi, which were all the things, all the reasons that I just explained. So... You know, but it was a fun movie. I enjoyed it. Now we're getting off to a different topic here. So I would like to know what you guys think about her comments here. Um, I think, you know, her acknowledging that it is fair and it's very, very nice of her to actually see that, yeah, you know, people hold something incredibly dear and they think they know how it should be. Um, yeah, we're going to feel like a little weird. You know, it's like you got a girlfriend or a boyfriend that you know for like 40 years or a husband or wife, you know, for 40 years. And uh, <laughs> all of a sudden, one day, they're just like a completely different person. You're going to be like, mm, it's kind of weird. It's, you know, it's not really your, it's not your wife or your husband anymore. It's, it's not your Luke Skywalker anymore. It's not your beacon of hope anymore. It's someone else. And that's where the issue lies. That's where a lot of people had a lot of issues. And then it's turned into this big thing and this big war now where a lot of people just um, take one side of the coin and, and it's like a war between each other. But at the end of the day, it's the same coin. We still love Star Wars, you know. So let's just uh, see what happens with Episode Nine. At the end of the day, I still... I'm going to support Star Wars, and I love Star Wars because I honor what George Lucas has done and his legacy, and I want to see, you know, what they add on to with it. I want to see what uh, Lucasfilm does with it. So that's what I think about this. I think, uh, you know, she, she is good to say that, you know, it's fair, but I also think that Ryan had a moral responsibility to um, cons continue the, the lineage, the, 
the legacy of Luke Skywalker. And if they do something in Episode Nine that makes everything kind of make sense, well, great. That could be a great fluke, or maybe it was predestined and it was planned this entire time. I don't know. But uh, from the things we've heard and and, and whatnot, and uh, George Lucas's original plans for Episode Nine, where Luke was apparently supposed to die uh, in Episode Nine, or sorry, uh, George Lucas's original plans for the sequel trilogy. Uh, yeah, I don't think it was supposed to go like this, of course, and that's, you know, why Ryan came in, and she says, you know, freedom of expression, uh, <laughs> by him and by the fans, so I don't know which one she means there, but, anyways, I want to know what you guys think, uh, this is not a war, I just want to know what you guys think about this, so, I feel like we can talk about it, uh, hit like on this video if you enjoyed it, thank you for watching, and I will see you in the next video, until then, remember, the Force will be with you, always.